Well, back off, Blanche. Not all of us are classified by the Navy as a friendly port. <laughs> now, so what we're going to do until I change my mind okay. is I'm going to do Golden Girls quotes, and you have to guess who said it. And then as an added bonus, which the prize could be some we'll decide later. Okay. If you can guess the correct season it's from, I'll... Okay. I don't know. I appreciate the challenge inherent in this game. I okay. like it. Um, I'm going to say... <sighs> Rose rarely gets that vicious, but she's capable. She's very capable, especially when challenged. She really is. I'm going to say it's Rose. I feel like it's probably Dorothy, but I'm going to say it's Rose. Final answer. <sighs> well, God damn it! it could also be Sophia. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Rose, final answer. It's Dorothy. Damn it! I cannot believe you get, like the chances though. But right, you know what? Kudos for you to actually knowing that there are the possibilities. Well, it really could have been any of uh, the other three. I probably watch a good hour and a half to two hours of Golden Girls every day. Right. So so I'm still, you know, in 2018 current on the show. As you should so, be. So I have witnessed Rose, you know, come out of her little cutesy, like, ditzy, I don't know nothing from the middle of Montana or wherever, South Dakota. Minnesota. She, Minas- that also. Mm-hmm. You know, she comes out of that every now and then and gets Blanche her ass right together. Very much so. <laughs> oh, damn, Rose. But yeah, Dorothy, that's a classic Dorothy line. That's that's just like, she she snatched Blanche in that manner in about every episode. At least once or twice. <laughs> so good. Every episode. Just so many open opportunities. You know who else got it bad? Stanley, the ex-husband. Oh, well, he she, he, he used to wither under her tongue. She just, like, Dorothy actually oh, show. would slam the door in his face <laughs> so hard that it was hilarious. Like, I remember so many times, I'll just rewind yeah. her slamming the door in his face. And in fact, there's an episode where I think he says to her after she slams the door, he rings the bell again. And she says, like, nobody can slam a door like you, babe, or something. And she goes, oh, you flatter me. And she slams the door again. <laughs> like, she would there slam it with so such many of these. force that I was surprised sometimes that the set didn't fall over. Yeah. That was like, well, never mind. I almost had a stupid question. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yes. There are, like, so many scenes of Dorothy acting like that. Just completely disrespecting Stanley what and I. do you think the line is from? There's seven. Right. Also, I just want to say that I feel like there was like a, like, there had to be various writers throughout the life of that show because the tone and the sense of humor also kind of shifted as the show phased into like the late 80s and then the 90s. Mm-hmm. They got spicier. With, I mean, I feel like honestly, I could say something like it could be a high risk reward. Like, I'm going to say season five. It's definitely not. It's okay. season one. Oh, the very opposite. Yeah, I feel like season one episode. Wait, what? Three or four, maybe? Maybe I maybe I don't know the seasons as well as I think I do. Really? Yes, it had to, it's definitely season one because I remember that like first of all, I remember how they look in the scene. And it's the episode where Rose um Rose didn't want to sleep with Arnie, who ended up also playing uh 
God, what was Rose's other boyfriend name? Miles. He ended up playing Miles later on in the series. Oh, wow. But in like the very first season, she was dating this guy, Arnie, who was the same actor, and she wouldn't sleep with him because she was afraid she'd kill him. You remember? She was oh, afraid. Oh, right, because she killed her, her husband. Her husband died during sex. <laughs> right. Not this much. And they're out there trying to like comfort her. <laughs> yeah. And she's oh, like, yes. Yeah. Charlie and I didn't even now sleep together until scene. our wedding night. Now I can see it. And Blanche is like, get out of here. Like, like shut up. Dorothy was like, back off. Like, she used to get that. Cr- oh, my God. Dorothy's oh, born man. greatest TV and character. And now that you done told me about it, I can see this scene. What a show. It's fantastic. It is. Classic television. All right. So, um, hey, guys. I am Beatrice Arthur. And I am Tiari Jones. And this is the read. Yes, back again. Um, welcome back. Let's just move right along because uh, I haven't packed, so <laughs> I, I don't know. What I'm mostly are. ready, but I also have had to be like super organized about this whole trip. Like I have spreadsheets for this. Yeah, you're for this the weekend. Master of ceremonies. <laughs> so. You have a whole list of shit to so do. So I am right. I am like. So wait, are we? Uh, we're talking about uh, Asante is turning thirty tomorrow. Yes, and this will come out on his birthday. So happy birthday! So happy Asante. birthday to Asante! Um, and we're going to Atlanta for his mm-hmm, birthday to act up. Are we no longer going to OLG? So we're not going to OLG because niggas don't RSVP on time. Never okay. have, never will. That's true. And the original reservation was for eight, and it is now at fifteen. And OLG cannot turn around and accommodate us on no time like that. Candy, now, So, well, bitch. I haven't even... The the crazy part, I'm not going to say the gag is because she has kind of ruined it for cis women. Anyway, I'm just going to say that. I just... It just, it just doesn't even no, feel right feel anymore. Free. You feel <laughs> No, you can do it. It doesn't feel right. But, uh, so I called OLG to try to see, you know, can we book a room or something Two days ago when I finally got the final count and then they there's like a recording on the phone of Candy and Todd that says if you have questions about reservations, go to the website. Like there is no way to leave a message. And then when you go to the website, you basically either book it online through Open Table or you send them a message directly. So there's no way to talk to anybody to secure at it. OLG. Right. right. And of course, they have not <laughs> responded to my email in two or three days because why would niggas respond to email in a timely manner? So this I just, just said, perfect. fuck it. I have to book it somewhere else. I I will not plan a birthday weekend and not have reservations. I'm not I don't work I mean, like that. that. Makes right. sense. No, <laughs> like yeah, I get it. Right. So I had to go with a restaurant that had the space and was not gonna have a problem with fifteen people and, you know, two days notice. But yeah, OLG had to go. I mean, we were honestly taking a risk going to OLG anyway. Right. Haven't heard the most I positive reviews. We were going for the experience of very of much there. so. Right. Now we can just go So now eat. we're going to a real restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh no I'm sorry I didn't mean it like that. I meant <laughs> God damn wow. it. You know what? Joyce is going to find did <laughs> Didn't I mean it like that? Just meant going somewhere that we all already know no, and love. Right. So, <laughs> rather than rather than taking a taking risk, a risk and seeing what I'm happens. On the culinary side. My bad, y'all. I don't. I'm willing to su- to support the Burris's. Um, oh, me too. Like, I was looking forward date. to trying it. Right. The Burris Tuckers. Maybe we can try to... Wa- oh, no, I imagine trying to walk in with a group our size. <laughs> this is impossible. I feel like that place is probably always relatively busy. Well, that's the thing. Like, I could not adjust the reservation because they're packed and they don't, like, they, they're they not 
hurting for us not being there. So, can you but, imagine yeah. if the food is like not good or mediocre, and them still making bread because it's Candy and Birth, Candy and Tuck, mm-hmm. Todd's show, right. restaurant that they've talked about on the like people want to go in there just to experience right. it, like we were going to do. Right. It makes me wonder what percentage of their patrons are just people who watch Housewives. I'm and- saying. At least 85. I feel like people who live in Atlanta are not like, let's go to OLG. There are so many places to eat. <laughs> right. First of all, there are a million good-ass places with everybody's aunties and them cooking in them anyway. So it's like, you could go eat anywhere. But then also, I've heard that the food is just like overly salted. i heard and that too. All that, I don't know for sure. But I, I was definitely, you know, excited to try them out. But didn't work out. Oh, well. Um, all right. We're so. still going to have a great-ass time. Happy birthday, Tay. Uh, so Black Excellence this week, first and foremost, congratulations to everyone in Wakanda for crossing one billion uh, whole dollars yes. worldwide for the film. My goodness. Um, this is now like, I think the second highest grossing superhero movie of all time. Wow. Beating The Dark Knight, which... Oh, is the Heath, the Ledger. Heath Ledger. Like Batman. that was and also a phenomenal movie. Right. Like even outside of it being Batman and the Joker, it was just really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, first of all, great movie. Secondly, um, huge for comic book fans, especially Black Panther fans. Third, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the black dollar. Yes. My God, like <laughs> And so now, like, I read today that Viola Davis and and Lupita are doing some movie together yeah, where they're yeah, playing, yeah. like, Amazon I Warriors saw that or something. I Viola's Instagram, and I was like, oh, my God. I read that Spike Lee is trying to do a, a black superhero movie for Nightwatch, which is another uh, black Marvel character. Oh, okay. And I'm looking around, and I'm just like, of course the girls are. I knew this would happen. I knew that Black Panther was going to come and show the fuck out simply because Black Panther is a major character. A big, like, comic book fans would want to see him anyway. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that it was so such a moment for us, I just knew it was going to smash. I'm mm-hmm. not surprised about any of this. And I also knew that it was going to completely scalp the industry and define what the girls are going to be doing next. I'm excited. Yes. I am thrilled. It is just amazing. What a time. Just I bring on the storm. I almost want to go see it again. Like, I, I get mad at myself when I think about that. Like, why can't I chill the fuck out about this movie? It is just... I definitely bought, like, four more tickets so... this weekend. I didn't even go. I just <laughs> bought them to have, to buy them. It is just so good. So, yes. And I bought two tickets to A Wrinkle in Time, but I didn't get to see that either. I feel like leaving the house. I'm going to um, go see it next week. I, I saw A Wrinkle in Time twice. I didn't trust my first experience because first of all I walked into the theater as somebody who read that book as a child right read it a million times and had built very much in her head a vision of everything right and so I knew I was gonna have to like let go of that Mm -hmm. it's not gonna be a direct adaptation of the book and all that and then I was like really sick halfway through it and I had to miss like 20 minutes of it so I didn't trust my first experience of watching the movie because too many wrong things were going on right so i went and saw it again uh with asante after we got back from dc and cried (laughs) so it is just it's so beautiful like visually stunning i cannot wait to see it in 3d oprah as god is just like oh my like it is it it fucked my head up to experience her like this like it was just 
I don't I even say, know. I leave comments in her Instagram all of the time saying it's so exciting to finally see you in your true form. There's a scene <laughs> with, like, you meet the other Mrs. and, and yeah. like, they have their personality quirks and all mm-hmm. this, and it's funny and cute. And then Oprah shows up, and she is, like, seven times bigger than everybody else. And the little boy is like, you're in the wrong body. And, and she's like, first of all, no such thing as a wrong body. Secondly, like... <laughs> bench that's like oprah the universe spirit god or whatever like she's here to fuck the game up and have y'all like out here doing some shit and nobody else ever did before like it just everything about oprah in that role i was just looking up at the screen like i was eight years old all over again i know that when she got that script oprah was like finally someone gets me (laughs) someone understands who i am i really i mean it's it's definitely i I know that it hasn't gotten a lot of, like, a lot of people have given it salty reviews or negative reviews for one reason or another. And I, you know, I don't think it was perfect or anything, but it was absolutely just like, I felt like it was just really lovely. And I enjoyed the story so much. Um, I don't know. Like, there's there's so many things I want to say, but it would be spoiling the movie for you, and I don't want to do that. But, yeah. When I got rid of my, you know, childhood imaginations of what this movie was going to be, I really enjoyed it, so. I damn sure don't remember A Wrinkle in Time. I know I read it as a child, but I damn sure don't remember When I found out the movie was coming out, I bought the box set on Amazon to reread it. (laughs) Okay. I've been rereading a lot of my favorite children's books lately. I'm halfway through the phantom toll booth now well i just um finished ready player one. Oh, that's a movie right we saw previews yeah, for that i think it comes out like next month there's a new oh my god they're redoing mary poppins and emily blunt Girl, is mary poppins and Lynn manuel miranda is in yes. them and i was like holy shit when i first heard that um, that she was playing the character, I was like, well, at least like casting, I could see it. But I'm just like, another Mary Poppins, like remaking everything, my God. And then I saw the little teaser and they really ain't show shit. Right, like, they really didn't. And I was so excited. I was too. I really can't wait to see it. At first I was like, I know that's not Lin-Manuel Miranda right. riding a bike and flying a And kite. I don't even think I knew he was in it. <laughs> I, I was just like, wait, what? Like, I didn't know this movie was coming. Mm. And then to see her, I'm like, okay, that's that. British or some other white country white girl that's really funny. She was in Devil Wears Prada, right? Everybody, so so I like her, right? Right. I know I've seen her in other stuff. I've always liked her in whatever. I mean, yeah, like that's her. I've seen her in her movie. So now I'm like, okay, now I am intrigued. Is this Mary Poppins with like a bitch attitude? Is this like Mary Poppins not taking y'all shit? I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I I don't know why. I want to see that very much. So against it, but that little tiny bit of when then just the sky cracked open and you could just see her out in the distance with that umbrella oh yes I was like oh I'm into this (laughs) I'm into this we'll see what happens yeah we will see also um, on the topic of Black Panther and Black Excellence uh, shout out to uh, Tess Razor Racer I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong but she's a 6th grade teacher in Chicago and she created a Wakanda curriculum for her students what 
She leads a classroom of 30 black students at the Duels or Dulls School of Excellence on the south side of Chicago. And it says here, uh, the two-part curriculum provides a creative opportunity for educators to leverage the film and discuss African colonialism and American racism yes. separate from the Eurocentric <laughs> history typically taught to in American classrooms. Students are given the space to digest heavy topics such as global anti-blackness oh and learn about the effects of colonialism through the experience of what. Honda, an African country, an African country that escaped the emotional, societal, and political trauma of white imperialism. I live. Why, Why can't I, I go this? Right. I was like, what right. the balls? I would. I want to go to that. I want to sign up for that class right now. Like, why is that not? Can you a community college class that I can just being sign up in fucking for? sixth grade and going and seeing Black Panther and then showing up to school and your teachers like, here is the new curriculum. Oh my god, no, I can't. Especially because I went to a white ass middle school, so right. I really cannot. But half my wow. teachers are basically young Hollywood, and you know, teachers don't make enough money to be that creative. Shout out to her. See, sometimes the right people are getting into the so profession. True. Sometimes the right, because you really have a love she for cares. children and you right. want them to learn. Right. And all they can talk about is fucking Black Panther. And it's it means so much. So, yeah, let's integrate it into the curriculum and use it as a way to talk about the shit that you are going to face in this world. As a young black person. And 99% chance he would have not gotten this lesson in school Hell in this country no. otherwise. Absolutely not. You would have not. had to seek out that knowledge on your own. If it was up to white people, textbooks would act like black soldiers were fighting alongside white people yep. in the Civil War like they wanted to do it. Yep. <laughs> they would have you believe all type of... That slavery wasn't even a thing. That we just... Like they they would have you believe that otherwise. So shout out to this lady for going above and beyond with efforts with these kids. Because you are right about them not being paid enough. Uh, okay, I know she's not making enough money to have developed a whole Wakanda curriculum. <laughs> I've told you the story of how about how my chemistry teacher told me that she had a life when I said that I needed help. <laughs> I've, I know I've told this no, story. You didn't. I'm. Certain I have told this story. I thought you was like, look, little nigga, ain't nobody got time for that. I was struggling in chemistry and I was like, I didn't even ask her to personally help me. I was oh, like, no. is there any kind of like extra credit or like tutoring or something that happens after school that I could do for this? And she was like, I don't have time for that. I have a life. <laughs> Miss Lima, fuck you forever. Wow. For your whole existence. I my was God. awful in chemistry. And me it was too. bad because my daddy majored in it and he could not get through to me. And the teacher, I went for extra credit every day <laughs> before school during lunch I tried so hard and I st he gave me a D so that I would like <laughs> graduate from high school <laughs> because right. just the effort I, I can't imagine the teacher Chemistry's being like bullshit. I can't imagine a teacher being like help you nigga please I signed up for chemistry because I saw all of these whack ass 80s Molly Ringwald ass movies where they were mixing things and like oh yeah we got to do that shit and all of that stuff um, the large majority of that shit is actually secretly math um, and a whole bunch of other numbers and letters and secret. shit and graphs <laughs> like bitch I was sitting up there like oh we're gonna mix things and make bombs. you thought you was gonna <laughs> You thought you was getting the chance to be. You thought it was going to be like family I'm matters. Saying, dude, yes. Circle going in yes. the lab and mixing up whatever you want. I wanted. did. <laughs> I did. And you found out real quick there's a bunch of equations and shit. You got a math. I mean, I knew there was paperwork, up. but my God. It's math and science blended in one class. Yeah. Who the fuck? 
fuck wants to take that? And we did not have to take chemistry. Like we, you had either chemistry or then there was um another science, and you could pick one of the two to get the credits to graduate. But oh, the others, no. I don't remember if I don't. It had, we had to have three years of science, and I think chemistry was just about everybody's junior or senior year level I don't uh, remember junior for us I think yeah I took it junior year to knock out all of my science credits so that senior year I would be as relaxed as possible most I remember most students (laughs) but my chemistry teacher showed real mercy on my ass because I math and science have always been my worst subjects why in the fuck would I take a class that is literally math and science my chemistry teacher literally chucked the deuces in her ass well I mean maybe she could stay after school no she she was just horrendous she was like young she's probably younger than we are right now Uh and she was like buxom and she was always wearing like, you know, she was trying to be like cute and stuff. She knew like a lot of the little boys were looking at her and like oh, thought that she was okay. cute. I'm tell like I'm I'm dead ass. And she was trying to be like the cool student. She came and showed like Braveheart one day because she didn't want to do no work. She showed like what was it that movie They that horror movie? I'm like, what, what? The fuck does this have to do with with chemistry? She was the worst. She was wearing fashion over the class. Absolutely. Like, when I think about it, like, Veronica Vega and Young Hollywood really were my my teachers. Like, those people were... (laughs) Okay. My teachers. Anyway. Anyway. So, this week in, um... A Wrinkle in Bottoms. A Wrinkle in... (laughs) A Wrinkle in Tops. A Top in Wrinkles. A Wrinkled Top. (laughs) Keep going. Whatever. It's fine. Um, where to begin? Verse. Now you got me on this bullshit. I so let's just start with Beyonce because it has been. Oh uh, uh, yeah, today is the day. Officially revealed a few days ago that on um, the run two is happening, and um, the tickets for the presale happened today. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I guess the tickets officially go on sale on the 19th, which I believe is Monday. Um, yeah. I mean, we discussed this. Right. You know, we I, talked about I our feelings. I saw this coming. So it was just, a, I knew that whenever she announced it, you knew it was going 48 hours or less to get your shit together. Not, not Which shocked. was true. Not shocked. Right. Um, I did wake up early with all of my logins and codes and things of that nature to make sure I got my tickets and that my place was reserved, that Beyonce knew like I knew that I would be there. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like There's I, no question. Right. We I mean, first of all, everybody saw this come like we didn't even call this everybody saw this coming because the screenshots were on Ticketmaster from Ticketmaster were everywhere. Like and her her actual verified page posted it on right. Facebook. So we, it was just a matter of when is she going to tell us about and it. And didn't you say that maybe there was a chance that she was doing that just to be like, hey, girl, like, so I'm coming <laughs> An extra warning, right? right. <laughs> don't spend that tax refund just yet. I mean, I don't know. It could have been. Who, right. Really, I will never know if that was a genuine mistake or if Beyonce orchestrated that mistake. Truly don't. I just knew that... After all that shit happened, we knew with the braids and everything. But after that, right. it was like, it's literally, they're going to be on sale within a couple weeks. Exactly. So, Even prior to whatever happened on her Facebook last year, when we saw that laptop and them braids, we were like, okay, well, <laughs> let me look at my savings now. Right. Let me see what she's talking yes, about and make sure I'm serious. And she's going to Coachella. 
she might just parlay Coachella, like use Coachella as a kickoff into touring season. And and here she damn goes. Here she goes. All over Europe and North America. And so. yet I saw so many more complaints than I should have about ticket pricing. I felt like the tickets were cheaper than what I was expecting. Yeah, like the was... most expensive tickets I saw in Houston were around $320 or so, which mm-hmm. is... I mean, but you sitting up with, you know, Zeus. Uh, right. The $65 are, you definitely up there. Mount but Olympus. You are still going to see the show. You're going to be there, which right. is better than not being right. there. <laughs> there you go. It's not Dang. like, oh my God, these seats are so bad. I don't want to be at the show. Like that. I, I have never no. heard of anybody. <laughs> Nobody who's has sat ever said that. Wherever and been like, oh my God, that was miserable. Like, I've <laughs> never. Not really. <laughs> everybody has a good time. Right. No matter where you are. And actually, being on the floor is not the best for me because I am ultra short. And so everything is so much taller than I am. And like, eye level for me is like a foot lower than everybody else. And so. Like, for me, I would rather be in the stand somewhere, maybe not too high up, but I don't have to have, like, the most expensive seats where you can reach up and touch these niggas. First of all, I've already, I already had that experience. Yeah, Very fun, but I don't have to do that again. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could just chill in a regular-ass section and have me a good-ass time and be able to see the show. So I just looked into it, stepped into this day with, like, I'm going to go on Ticketmaster you know, and ask for good positive vibes to be with me and hit best available and click purchase. And that's just what I'm going to do. So that was it. But I wouldn't stress out if you didn't get tickets because the general sale has way more tickets released than the pre-sale. So it's not like it's sold out or anything. So buying, don't worry about reseller prices. And that's insane that people are already doing that. But like, I wouldn't be shocked by resale prices at this point because I mean there are still so many regular price tickets out yes. there that'll be out next week so <sighs> but you know it's it's Beyonce season you know we're doing it again you guys it is happening it's like going off to Hogwarts <laughs> sure it's like going off to Hogwarts it's like meeting at, at station nine and three quarters um so are we what are we predicting in terms of mm. music release happening this okay. year? Okay. I'm thinking The UK leg starts first. Right. And we know how she has done before. Remember when she, was it Mrs. Carter where she toured mm. all over and then decided and to add then, another right. leg and drop an album? Mm-hmm. So listen, the bitch is crafty and she may not put nothing out. <laughs> she really might not. I'm feeling like by the time that North American leg starts again, music. Hmm. Now, I'm just trying to figure out if we're getting another Beyonce album or if they're really going to drop this, uh, this joint Jay-Z, album thing. Beyonce, mm. thing. Because that has been something that they've been talking about and rumors yeah. have been that they've been doing for years. For years. Years right. and years. Right, right, right. So at this point, I know it's a possibility. I feel like if they're going to do it, now would be the time to do it. I mean, right. Give, well, not that anybody needs to take my feelings into consideration, but... For me, it is going to... I did not go to the 444 tour because I did not want to hear Jay-Z rapping about something that hurt my feelings to listen to. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. So I don't want to hear... Even though I love those songs, I do not want to hear them 
at a Beyonce concert, especially. So I, if they are going to put out something joint, I hope it's after Coachella and before at least the North American No Shade Europe. I, I'm sorry, but at least before the North American <laughs> leg of the tour starts so that I can have some time to try to work Jay-Z back into my heart. Y'all <laughs> are so much. Yeah, you're right. I am so much because I really feel that way. Like, you had the baddest woman in the world and was out here acting like she was just some old damn body. Like, you just was out here disrespecting Beyonce, nigga. What? I just... It's... it's it's too much for me it's still. still. Fresh. So, right, it it's is. Still fresh. So if there is a joint album, I hope it's it's full of music that is not going to have me being like, ugh, this nigga. I feel like if there is a joint album that comes out now, they're moving past. I feel like everything that needed to be said in terms of that era mm-hmm. or moment in their right. relationship has been said and done. Mm-hmm. I feel like from that, like here forward, it'll probably be more stunning on niggas and they'll probably make some uh, so political. Some updated 03 Bonnie and Clyde shit. Some new. Ooh, that might be sickening. I mean, could be. And you know how much they love their their gangster motif with their movies and stuff that they show at the... Yes, they do. Oh, I forgot they about They love that. being criminals and I hope that it's really like a sequel. I mean, it is, right. Maybe it is. Or maybe it's, ooh. So maybe some shit goes down and they end up separated. Like Jay-Z ends oh up God, in wait, jail and Beyonce ain't or something. You're somewhere. And so... You got it. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a vision. You know you how me it. and Beyonce sometimes with my third it. eye and my Creole heart. I feel like, it. Tap into her. I feel you are correct. It's going to be like the vignette is going to be something along those lines and they're going to come together and we're going to get our flashes of Sir and Rumi and oh I can't wait you know we're going to see him you know we're going to see him and that's going to be the moment that the whole stadium is like because when they showed blue niggas cried I I cried I wept like especially because it wasn't just like one picture of blue it was like it was like adorable moment after adorable moment and her slobbing on Beyonce and then smiling oh my god they they try to fuck you up. I can't wait. She's gonna fuck me up. She can sing Halo again for all I care. If she <laughs> I don't give sermon. a damn. Like, I don't give a fuck. All the songs y'all are tired of. She can do them. All. I don't give a shit. I don't give not. I one really don't fuck. care because I'm going. And y'all Beyonce. really asked me was I not gonna go because J C was there, bitch. Shut please. up. Peace. We discussed that too. about your life. Uh-uh. Hell no. But yay, Fave is back. Um. So yeah, I can't wait. Wait, which concert are you going to? Um, well, I'm going to Paris because I want to see her in Paris. You know, I really thought about going to Amsterdam. You know, <laughs> I saw that as well, but I think I'm booked. Um, because you know, Amsterdam was obviously some just amazing. But I think I have something already scheduled for that time. But the the July date was perfect, and I'm overdue to go back to Paris anyway. So I just have to decide which one of these niggas. Is gonna get on my nerves the least and can go right. <laughs> overseas with me for an experience. Um, and then I'm gonna go to Houston because that's the weekend of my birthday, and she's from Houston, of course. So I just feel like the show is gonna be extra lit and yeah, I can definitely. celebrate my birthday and all that. So I definitely need to see her. In I'm not making the trek to Jersey. I say I'm not making the trek to Jersey when when it comes time for the actual. Show. Oh no, I think I'm out of town that weekend anyway. But I'm tired of Jer- Jersey. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hate going. I hate that, like, I hate that journey to Jersey. Oh, God. <laughs> and more than going, I hate leaving. Coming back. Oh, oh this my is so bad. God. And I know hell. it's going to be awful in Houston because everybody drives. Everybody drives. What and- we did for formation was probably the best option. And that was like us walking a mile away from the stadium <laughs> to where you could actually get a car out of there or right. something. Right, yeah. It's like, it's not even... Trying to get somebody to come pick you up at the stadium is fruitless, pointless. Even trying to get on the train or whatever to get out of there is just it, it's hell. Packed. It's packed because every fucking body is getting on the train. Or... So anyway, yeah, you have to walk for like 15 minutes first and then call a car. Comfortable shoes. <laughs> and it's cheaper, right? You girls who come in heels and stuff, I'd be like, is it is it your first show? I am lost. <laughs> I don't get it, I girl. Am I come ready to have a good ass time. I am <sighs> it's going to be <laughs> I am confusion. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to Jersey. Oh. <laughs> After we just sat here. <laughs> I mean, I am. <laughs> No, I'll be gone that weekend anyway, so it was just an excuse to not. I just I'm so tired. So um all right, so that's exciting. What else is on the list? Oh, we didn't talk about this on here. So Joel Santana this um turned himself in to authorities after last week. Uh I don't know where he was trying to go, but he was at the Newark airport. And I guess it was going through TSA. And the agents found a gun in his carry-on luggage. Now, I said previously, oh. and I'll say again, if anybody knows what kind of weed Joel Santana smokes, my God, just give me some. Share. I don't have <laughs> any of any weapons to take with me uh, like that to an airport to get arrested. Right. Um, but I do love being high at the airport before a good flight. Cannot fly with that well I, I mean, mean i'm sure i could but why would i for what there's too many ways to get high it's just stupid. so <laughs> no i mean my god so they found this gun on him um and he decided that the best option for him in that moment was to flee the scene very quickly and Smart apparently guy. hop into a cab and i guess go home or to a friend's house or i don't know what Damn. happened what this nigga was going through the problem he was so high crystal like there's no the problem with this is um people could see you <laughs> number one you're visible you know, um you're also Joel Santana uh so people know who you are especially up north where you currently are it's not hard i mean it's it's newark nigga it's okay so it didn't take this too is a long. federal location. Like this is I don't even think he was advised. I'm sure it just wore off. Whatever his high came down, and he was like, Oh, I guess I gotta go. <laughs> like you could not have possibly thought you were going to get away with this. You were at the airport. You can't just <laughs> TSA is not gonna be like, Oh, never mind. What? What gun? Oh, yeah, but throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> He had to have been high because nobody who wasn't would have run. Nobody. <laughs> uh, I just have to know what strain it is. There's no way that, like, oh, man. <sighs> so, uh, oh, besides the, the gun, uh, he's also been booked on possession of drug charges. No. Because they found Oxycontin, I guess, in his bag, too. Oh, my God. 
Um, possession of a firearm by, by a convicted felon. That he really help. did pick up the dope boys. Back. Well, the dope boy. Who knows? He really did. Like, I'm just thinking, how many guns do you have on your person? That it's just like to where oh, you forget for that you have one. Right? This is my gun bag. Like, <laughs> what? And enough oxy for it to be like noticeable and clearly not a prescription. Oh, sir. Guns and drugs at an airport? That nigga going to jail. Damn. Wow. Well, that's a sad story. That's real unfortunate, man. Because it was so preventable. He's got kids and and a Kimbella and a whole bunch of stuff. You don't have time to be just going to jail over silly mistakes. Well, I mean... I don't even know what to say to you other than good luck because you're not getting out of that. I mean, there's just no way right. that you can there's get no out of arguing. that. There's no arguing. It's really bad. That was a very bad it's thing. Really, normally, I try to be optimistic, but this is just really bad. This is not good. Um. All right. So, a few strange things. The rest of these stories are about pairs of people. I don't know why I pointed that out. Okay. Um. So there was this whole thing about Big Sean and Janae Heiko breaking up. Oh, yeah. The internet says so. Oh, this is so dumb. So um, Big Sean was at some party in Hollywood, apparently, um, where he was reportedly hugged up with um, Nicole Shell Gas Station from mm-hmm. the Pussy Guest, Pussycat Dolls. And... They're saying that promptly after the reports came out that Janae Iko followed, unfollowed uh, Big Sean on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is a whole big thing because, you know, that's where they go to express their sexual desires true, for one another. True, and I've seen it. Now we won't have any more of that. Um, so it was this whole thing and like a, ment- da- a meltdown all over social media with people and memes and jokes. And of course, you know, just how. Oh, yeah. You know, niggas Niggas are. and jokes. Yep. Um, I believe Janae was in was gearing up to perform at South by. Like, yeah, I think she's she been on. Um, I've seen all her bad bitch pictures from overseas. <laughs> she's performance just, and every performance is so dainty. And she cute. is. She's really cute. Um, so she came out afterwards and said, uh, I guess when she got off stage and back to her trailer or whatever and had time to get on the computer for her phone. She tweeted, sorry, but nothing about you guys. Fan fiction stories are true. I still love you, though. The internet is a wild place. It's a whole other reality. Bless the internet. Amen. Big Sean tweeted, retweeted it with the nigga clap emojis. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Okay. So it was fake. It was uh, not a breakup, apparently. Uh, I don't know what. First of all. Like, what do y'all do to be going and, like, worrying about who follows follows or unfollows the person? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who who thought that they noticed that Janae Aiko unfollowed Big Sean? Like, how did that even get started? Was any part of this? I know Janae posted a whole long Instagram caption that I don't remember any real parts of, but it was basically just like all of y'all who make up lies for celebrities for fun. I hope you find your true purpose in life and stop being miserable one day, which <laughs> I mean, okay, valid, but <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I, the I'm, internet, the internet, niggas, nobody. I just, I struggle to understand how this story got started. Like, did somebody literally just sit there and make up a, well, there actually is a photo of, 
of Nicole uh, Schwepsendrell hugging Big Sean. But when I tell you, let me find it. That's not... It, it's giving very much a like, oh, so good to see you have a blessed life in oh, okay. all of your future endeavors. Like, it's not, not giving, me. I'm in uh, room 2B, <laughs> come beat this puss. Like Not how, like, Alicia Keys looked at Kerry Washington in that gift. Wow. <laughs> Is it like that? Mind blowing. You know exactly what you give up. This is very about. much like, oh, my Uber's here. Uh, yeah. Bye. It was so good this to see you. This is the scandalous. I guess. That's really like, yeah, that's the Uber nigga. He said he got, a, I got two minutes or he gonna cancel the ride. Let me go. He doesn't even look like, he looks like he's trying to remember which one of the pussycat dolls she is. Hmm. Well. <laughs> like what? And like unfollowing I can't believe that people. that picture was enough for y'all to start a story. Because it's like this whole scandal of like they don't he, she unfollowed them so beef. I unfollow people that I love very dearly all of the time. It's Sometimes not you do that weird like grid collage shit, and I hate it, and I don't want to see that. So I'll follow you back when you get that out your system. Sometimes it's like you're doing like way too many ads, way too many ads. Oh god, way too many promo codes. Like that's all it. Are too many memes. Honestly, as soon as flat tummy tea pops up on my Instagram, you're out of there. Like I give you girls like the space to do that, but like, what are you doing? You know, like what else is going on <laughs> in your life? Anything else? You know, like are just just quotes. Oh yeah, everything is like fake deep but don't ask me about it <laughs> like I could go to Urban Outfitters and buy one of them books if I just want to read a quote every day I mean cause that's where you're getting them from girl <laughs> but it's fine it's fine like I don't I don't think who follows whom on Instagram is like necessarily a measure of relationship status or like love for one another but I also just don't really be giving a fuck like that it's like I'm just not going to devote energy into that for why right well, y'all, I guess y'all got on her nerves pretty damn good because she didn't address you about it more than once. Oh, another couple addressing a similar situation. Uh, Amber Rose and 21 of the Savages mm-hmm. went through a similar thing, I guess. They both recently unfollowed one another on social media. But Amber Rose told the Shade Room, we're still together. I just unfollowed over 100 people. His unfollow was on accident. It's back up now. But apparently 21 Savage is not followed <laughs> so this is the thing like this is a new story <laughs> like this is where we're getting information yes. now it's like who was following each other we're in what? black mirror <laughs> like and this is being reported on like multiple his, sites his, like she actually took the time to explain i unfollowed him by accident and people are like but he's still not following you like this is you remember when Miss Tina liked that shady comment from Jennifer Hudson? Yes. And niggas, like, and niggas... really were like, oh, my gosh, Tina's coming. For... It was like, how did you not assume that was an accident? Y'all first? know that lady is is still learning Instagram and figuring things out. Her corny jokes are so good. They're great. everything. Nobody else can make me laugh telling those jokes. They're so good. Like, y'all know that lady was not trying to be publicly shady or pro- probably when even, like, pro- like, just leave her alone. Y'all, that is Beyonce and her mama. She is not trying to be out here. Miss Tina is so happy in her life with her husband and her like successful children. Who can blame her? Like, where does she have? You gave birth to Solange and Beyonce. It ain't nothing else to say, right? Who gave birth to Jules, Blue Ivy, Sir? Like, you're certain roomy young legends whose faces I still have not actually clearly seen. And they're both richer than me, right? From inception. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I forgot what we were talking about. Separate to that, though, um, 21 Savage was on Ellen, which made me laugh. Just in the Um, But he performed uh, the song Bank Account. Oh, no, the Ellen dance. I didn't watch enough of it to find out. Okay. I think I got to one, two, three. I maybe made it to like four. And then I, I can't imagine that audience doing anything other than clapping on the, <laughs> the one and three while he does that. So confused. Okay. Um, but he also announced um, that he's partnered with Get Schooled to start uh, the 21 Savage bank account campaign. He presented a $21,000 check on the show. And this is a campaign that is supposed to help uh, oh, young black kids learn how Ellen. to save money. Exactly. There we go. I was Just wondering what, what the fuck. Of course. <laughs> Ellen ties it something in about something. This, this don't make no sense. Um, it's supposed to teach like financial literacy. Kids learn how to save money oh, and okay. open a bank account. And well, that is actually useful, right? <laughs> okay, Twenty One Savage. I-, I am impressed. I would love it if this was his idea. Uh, you know what? I will not assume that it wasn't. I won't either. I I will I will say that is great. That yeah. is a really good idea to teach children financial literacy and money management from a young age. That is so smart and a great use of your money. So good. Don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Even if it has a knife tattooed betwixt its eyebrows. <laughs> That's right. Because you never know. A boy can start taking showers and drinking water and eating green things. And you never know where he might go never from there. Know. God damn it. He's a shooting star, bitch. <laughs> Amber Rose uh, had some comments about the Me Too movement. Um, <sighs> can we not? Because whatever it is. She said it's kind of uh, very frustrating. <laughs> Okay. It's kind of very frustrating uh, to me because all of kind a sudden, of very. thank you. I mean, I, it's either kind of or very. I just kinda I was going to leave bit, it but very means alone. A lot of it. I was going to leave it alone. You know what? This is a typo. Because all of a sudden, feminism became such a mainstream thing. Now what? What? Now white, no shade, white rich actresses start coming out and saying me too, me too. But what happened to all of us? What happened to the strippers and the LGBTQ community and the black girls in college? Like no one wanted to talk about these people. And now all of a sudden going past that, even like black women don't even make half as much as the white women in movies. Um. Oh, I'm reading this on the shade room. Okay. Is this a direct quote? Um, I'm assuming so because they're in quotation marks. So I think Amber Rose is maybe not malintentioned, but no. some some things are going wrong. Yeah, here. I think she's <laughs> overlooking a few things. First of all, talking about oh, I just think it's so amazing that feminism is now mainstream. Like this this nope. movement is not nope. what brought feminism into the mainstream conversation nope. at all nope and amber rose as a celebrity you have made your own personal branded feminism into something that you have tried to make as mainstream as possible like with your slut walks and and all that so i think maybe you're talking about the conversation as though you're not part of of what you think the wave is when you definitely Mm -hmm. are but then in addition it kind of sounds like you're 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 not wrong about you know it being an issue when privileged white white girls talk about it. 
even though Tarana Burke had created the whole Me Too idea right. years and years before. And yeah, you know, things happen to women of color and it's brushed under the rug and women who do sex work and lower income. All of that right. is very true. But I also think that there has been a lot of public calling out of that sort of thing and that a lot of the people who have been vocal about the movement or like the regular everyday people, not even necessarily the celebrities who talk about Me Too and all that, are also saying, you know, this is not an entertainment industry-specific issue. This happens, and I've heard this said over and over again. This happens across industry. Like, women are treated like this in restaurants, in schools. Like, no matter what you do for a living, you are probably going to have to deal with some sexism, misogyny, bullshit from men perhaps being sexually harassed mm-hmm. because we are women like right. so yeah you know like the the i guess the the wave started because famous white girls were willing to come up and say something but i think the movement has also tried to be inclusive in that way so i'm really just not sure where this criticism is coming from it sounds like she's saying how come when i did slut walk y'all didn't take it as seriously as y'all doing this which <laughs> I feel like, you know, and again, I have to apologize because I didn't, you know, like listen to or read the entire interview. So I don't know if she was just being questioned or opinion mm-hmm. on it or what. But I think that, you know, as Ambrose, you know, is someone who is working actively in feminism or attempting to with her slut walk and all of these other Mm -hmm. things. So I just feel like this is honestly an attempt at her trying to say something like deep and kind of like, (laughs) you know, hitting an air ball. Right. Cause that's what I'm saying. Like you're making valid points, but you're, you're acting like this move, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going back over. Because like even before like this, me Too movement that we're, you know, in right now and, you know, all of the Hollywood scandals and stuff right. that have been happening. And, you know, like, kind of getting men out of here and kind of not. Right. It hasn't really created, like you said, like right. this, <laughs> you know, door open or whatever for feminism as a mainstream thing. Like, feminism has been mainstream for quite some time. And, like, there have been people who have been saying these things for quite some time. Right. It's not feminism that the, this is, I mean, it's all related, but this is specifically a conversation about sexual assault. Right. Specifically. Exactly. And that. feminism encompasses like a, a lot of ton different of stuff. things, but right. Women being sexually assaulted in the workplace by managers, by coworkers, by peers, sometimes by customers. Like that, it is pervasive and it is, it is happening at all levels and to a whole bunch of different people. Like, I feel like that is what the whole wave of this conversation is really about. So for her to be like, it's crazy that this is making feminism mainstream. It's like, I don't, we're not, what are these words you're using? Right. (laughs) That doesn't, I don't get it. So. Right. But Amber Rose. So. (laughs) You know what? I want to say she's doing her best. I mean, and that's fine. That is, that, her best is just fine. Her wigs are being at, applied just a bit better these days. Okay. And I'm okay. Is she still wearing her long, long hair? hair? Yep. Okay. When she feels like it, I suppose. But I, it doesn't. <laughs> Look at you saying nice things. <laughs> it doesn't like just throw me completely off guard mm-hmm. like it used to. She's just so beautiful with with a ball hair. I prefer it, but I'm getting used. <laughs> but to But yeah, her in you words. you know what? That is good for you, Amber. <laughs> 
That um, baby's adorable. Yes. Uh, what is next? Oh, another broken-hearted pairing. Bow Wow was very upset. What? With Chris Brown, but not really. <laughs> so Bow Wow is still making music, which... No way. I don't. You lie. For what? <laughs> you lie. Um, But I guess he's... I don't know if it would be a mixtape or an album or what you would call it, but he's got something coming out called Green Light 6, which is shocking to me because that AP. implies that there are five previous ones. But... <laughs> I don't know. It could be something else. He's got a song and video out. Uh, no way. Called Emotional. And on the song, he says the following. I skipped the show just so I could see you, Chris. Bro. Okay. Day ones, me and you been through a lot of shit. No matter what, you gonna always be my little brother. And it, okay. it kills me when we in public and we ain't speaking to each other. This shit crazy. Oh, my fault, Brown. This shit brazy. <laughs> These are lyrics? Bars. We grown, man. Let's turn this shit around. <sighs> Surat got me feeling all emotional. Speaking from my heart, that's what I'm, I'm supposed so to tired. do. I'm so I'm actually exhausted. How about that? Let's do that. So when this came out on the shade room, uh, Chris Brown left a comment that said, I'm so confused. You good, bro? <laughs> um, God damn it, Chris. Chris is just like that's trying funny. to raise his child. That's funny. Like, <laughs> that's right. Royalty has really helped him get his shit together, uh, and he's just out here doing his best. And here comes Bow Wow. We probably, you know, we no. cursed. We cursed. God. He's gonna fuck up tomorrow. We should be able to give people compliments. Oh my god, fucking Skepta! Did you oh, hear about? He's next. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's next. We'll get to him. We just. We got him. Yeah, that's definitely on here. Uh, you know, Bow Wow's going through a lot. Mm, okay. You know, I feel like Bow Wow puts himself through a lot. Because all of these things that's are... That's a better every, way to every, put it. <laughs> every time I hear about Bow Wow and some foolishness on the internet, I am just feel like... Who asked for this? This could have just Ooh. been avoided if Bow Wow would you asked for this. stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm... Who... I... The fact that Bow Wow has a song and video out, and I literally have heard nobody talking about this. Why would we? So, so Chris Brown said, "Little nigga, are you feeling okay?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and now all of a sudden he's over it, or he said after it to some other comment. Bow Wow said, "I'm not beefing with him, and I never ever will." And that that was apparently okay. the last of it. <laughs> so now I'm feeling like he just was like, you know, I went to this party one time. And Chris had too many bitches around him, and he didn't say hi to me. And so I'm going to just use this as a way to promote. You know what I'm saying? Because I just, he's saying he don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're saying you don't have no issue with him, but you dedicated like eight bars to how you feel emotional. Confucian. (laughs) Like, I don't. This doesn't make sense. I would not be surprised that he was just like, I'm just going to say something about somebody on here so people will talk about Damn, it. Damn, he just wants some attention. I re- like, that is Bow Wow's wow. story. Oh, that's that has been Bow Wow's story sad. since he shaved them braids off. Don't be the old nigga in the club when you can't just accept it and go home. Don't don't be that person. Oh, he's simultaneously getting flamed for a video that leaked of him getting punched in the face by some <gasps> rapper. Well, let me not say that. It doesn't really show him being actually punched, well, but um, I'll use the word assaulted. Okay. He was definitely, um, he ended up on the ground oh. after he was rushed by a rapper. 
I have to say. Did he get like Julius mushed? You know how when Julius mush you, you fall? Very much. Okay. It was, you're on the ground now. Oh. I don't know. Like I think he was at some kind of a basketball game or something. And he's walking through some place with his entourage. Secure. I don't know. What? Friends? People? And then some other rapper. I want to say, what is his name? It's it's funny. I just can't. It doesn't really matter. I just wanted to mention He must it not I be famous. Whoever this other rapper is. I mean, maybe not yet. He's apparently Future's artist. Uh, and the reason that he um, pounced on Bow Wow is because I guess it was in defense of Future. Because even in the video, that leaked. Cheeks Bossman? That's it. And you know, that's what I was going to guess, but I was almost sure oh, I was Oh, Nigerian wrong. rapper. Okay. Um, in the video, you all you hear out of nowhere is "What's up with that future shit?" and, and Bow Wow's on the ground. Damn! I wonder did he have orders or did he do that just out of loyalty, pure loyalty and love in his heart? Probably like or lean the the latter. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> yeah, mixture of those two things. Probably. <laughs> wow! Imagine fighting Bow Wow. Imagine giving a fuck about Bow Wow. I wonder if you get sent like when you're signed to Future, if you get like lean mix. Like, you know how they have, like, you know, like... Little just like a little, like, a pouch. Right. And you just, like, add water. You just go home, add on Sprite. Yeah, add Sprite or water or whatever. And, and you just, just... And stir. I bet. Oh, a mess. Um, this so... is six months old. Yeah. Shout out to him for old. keeping this off the internet for six months. Yeah, how did that happen? Yeah, that's I've been a little confused by that also. Well, he decided that he had to, you know, hop on Instagram Live and... Of and, course. I didn't understand what he was trying to say in defense of himself. It was just a clip I watched. Obviously, I don't know anything about Bow's Instagram page. So I don't really know what he was trying to say in that. But he was jumped on. And I feel like, you know, let's get some good Bow Wow news. Yeah. Let's get some, you know, positive news for Bow Wow and his life. You guys go and 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 support his. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't get it out. I'm sorry. I don't. So somebody tweeted about this? Yeah, I don't know how it even ended up on the internet, honestly. I just, I actually, like, somehow found out about this story yeah. while reading about the Chris Brown stuff. <laughs> All he said was that it didn't go down like that, but he doesn't give the details. Well, the nigga who mushed him... I put that on my ...hopped <laughs> on as it was happening oh my and God. called him a bald face liar. Oh, wow! I don't wow. know that young man. <laughs> I oh, do know that up. Bow Wow is notorious for uh, telling things that are not true. Yes, trying to <laughs> taking pictures of jets off a of Google image search. <laughs> All that was missing was like a Getty image watermark. Like, what are you doing? Dude? Oh, God. It's not even that serious. Like, you don't have to be that person. You know what? Okay. Well, that's sad <laughs> and funny as fuck. Birdman and Lil Wayne were spotted at Club Live in Miami hugging it out recently. Um, oh, okay. Although, I guess the $51 million lawsuit against Cash Money is still ongoing. They have a very odd relationship. And and that's putting it mildly. Yeah, like they... <laughs> I, I feel like that's... The behind the music on them two is gonna be popping. Oh, oh, they need a movie. They need, like, a, a fully fleshed out properly casted produced yeah. movie yeah i know it's coming and i can't wait birdman just can't be the one to make it right right that's the thing be. it can't 
No, it can't be like Dre doing straight out of Compton. Nope. It has to be something that shows the, the stank. Right. Because I just, I'm so confused about how a nigga owes you this amount of money and somehow y'all are cordial after like very publicly not being and he ain't gave you your money. So what hap- what what is happening here? I mean, I support the piece and everything like that, obviously. And I, I know that like Birdman is essentially like a dad for him and stuff. So I'm sure that the relationship is complicated and not many people will get it. The only reason I say it's weird is because this is not the first time that this has happened. And then Wayne will be like performing somewhere and be like, fuck cash money, fuck Birdman (laughs) or whatever. It's like, okay, so (laughs) I just want the announcement that like everything's good. Wayne's about to, you know, do some music or whatever. And everything is squared away. Tony Braxton is still got whatever money Mm -hmm. left. Mm-hmm. That's working out. That's everyone nice is for happy. Her. Okay. <laughs> I just want everyone to be happy. Well, I'm glad that they are back on each other's good side for now. We'll see if it stays the same <laughs> <Hopefully>. another month. <laughs> yes, I'm all for the the no violence part of everything. That's great. It should have that, that I don't even understand why it would have ever come to that. Right. Well, no. fifty one million dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> see? But still. Maybe it's like the listener letter last week where the girl was like, my mama is just stealing money and like fucking my life up. And like, I'm tired of it, but I love her. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Wayne just be like, I don't know why I enable his shit. I swear I don't know why I do this. This isn't a story, but have you seen this picture of Escape? How about I did not realize that that was them three how could you i had no idea who that was i was like somebody's aunties is really playing dress up in this costume My nigga, i saw this picture like three <laughs> times a day before i like i finally ended up on the shade room getting ready for the show and, and saw somebody, escape right. i was like that's them yeah. and then i finally could see this is tiny i had to tiny see... space behind this weird ass like beehive <laughs> right whatever like what the fuck she looks a like a beekeeper Chief, do you have mom? Next to a, a ninja and a chandelier. I had to see a caption that said escape for me to know who that was. I was so I was like, why do I keep seeing this picture? Yes, it looks silly, but who are these right. women? They can't, okay, they look crazy. So what? Lassie ain't do stupid shit like that. They Come being to find out. out. <laughs> that up. is rude. Vince Herbert, is this your work? I don't think they're working with him anymore. Oh, damn. I feel like we talked about it before. I'm not sure, though. Okay. I know that I don't think sure. Remy is working with him anymore, but oh, I'm wow. almost certain that, that they said they're not working with Vince. Well, but I could be wrong. Well, <laughs> whoever then, they did. Right, then wrong. who is to blame? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was this? Why would they Why do would y'all this? Agree? Y'all had to look in the mirror and be like, we're actually not hot. This is not cute. Why would we take a picture like this? Like, past the fact that, like, it, all of this is foolishness. Mm, yeah. Like, we cannot see any of your faces. I did not know it was y'all. And it's, like, such... It's a heavy enough veil that I can't tell it's you. Why would this be... <laughs> And there's no escape with the three at the end or nothing to indicate who they are on the image. Like, is this from set? Like, are we gonna. Everything about this picture is bad. (laughs) Who did this? Somebody in the. It can't be official. I hope this isn't a horrible person. It can't be. Eli's sweatshirt called them the Krusty Puff Girls. Oh. (laughs) That's just the first comment I saw when I opened this. That is, <laughs> is rude, but not inaccurate. Yeah, I do agree. I'm so confused I by all the decisions there. made here. This is wretched. <laughs> see, Tiny looks like a do-it-yourself beekeeper. Thank you. Like, 
Thank you. I know Candy is somewhere like, y'all see good. Now y'all see. Now y'all see. I had shit to do. <laughs> Look at these bitches. Anyway. <laughs> Playing around in synthetic fabrics. Um. Yeah, last but not least, Naomi Campbell. Um, I'm, I'm stunned by this. What? Is, who is we this? We really can't say nobody's. Her? We can't say nobody's name. I honestly believe that we are cursed. <laughs> we just literally cannot give anybody a compliment other than Beyonce, because the rest of you don't know how to handle it. I'm sorry, I don't know who this is that is interviewing them. Maybe it is. Was it GQ that they did that cover for? Oh, I, yes, it was GQ. Maybe it's them. Um, but let me see. Um. You know, they're interviewing them in the style where the question comes up or whatever. And it says, I only have two clips that I saw. It says, how has Donald Trump's yeah, presidency affected you? Oh my God. Naomi Campbell is no stranger to, like, speaking up about her political beliefs and things like that and saying, fuck this person or that. Um, So she's, you know, just giving... You know, the comment that I would expect Naomi Campbell to give. This nigga's an idiot. Right. Anybody who believes in, in this nigga is an idiot. Um, right. And at one point, Skepta, who's sitting here in a robe, which I just found... I don't know why. I just found that to be so, like, adorable and small. I don't know why. Like, they're on set. It is what it and, is. Yeah, okay. Um, sure. He turns to her at one point. He's like, wait, are you talking about politics? <laughs> and she says yes. And he puts both of his fingers in, in his, his ears. ears. Like he's three. That was adorable and small. <laughs> like, like, was it? Like, no, it wasn't actually adorable. But you're right. That's right. like I'm just like everything about his energy in this video. This is a 35 year old man. It just made me feel like <laughs> it's just childish. Like, <laughs> anyway. Oh. Then it says, "How much racism?" Literally, eyes screwed shut, fingers in the air. <laughs> Nigga, what is wrong with you? I was so lost. But then, how much racism um, is in the music industry? Is there in the music industry? Yeah. Um, this opens with Skepta making a comment about... Should I just play it? You just play it. Whites were racist to blacks, but now, you know, black rappers are saying that their son's white, bitch. She a sniffer line. Stuff like that. It's like, why can a black rapper say that? For white <laughs> Naomi's face. <laughs> No, it's just on her face. Like it's not moving off of her face. Naomi's face is like you can just be a pretty dick. You had to open your fucking mouth. I did this. I, this I is did my this. fault. The you only are reason here because of, of me. me. And you have the nerve to embarrass my You're, ass like this. I just said, how dare you be so ignorant? And I was confused about this point of view, this stern point of view, when you just plugged your ears at the talk of politics. I, so... I just, honestly, I just want to apologize to everybody else because I definitely gave Skepta more than he deserved because I felt like 35 years old, first of all, you kind of should be done with the dumb shit. We tried. And also the fact that you had, up to this point, not embarrassed Naomi Campbell so much <laughs> that she decided to bring you on the cover of GQ. So I thought, surely, 
this nigga must have his shit together in some way. No, but then for you to, together. I am just, I'm not even going to bother with his statement because we all know how fucking dumb that was. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, though, you have to watch it if only to see the way Naomi Campbell is looking at this fool. <laughs> if I wasn't so into like this whole office thing that I'm doing right now, I would make her face my new Twitter avatar. It is everything. <laughs> Steaming. <laughs> like, I know that she She's gave me a piece like, of her I, fucking so mind. So you are really talking? Well, you really going to say this? Okay, you are still talking. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, wait. To be a fly on the wall. I just can't believe it feels like yesterday that we were like, yeah, Skepta, okay. Yay. Cute pictures with Naomi Campbell. I see you. You got a real one. This- he cute. And you just, just that fucking fast. <laughs> I can't. I blame us. I, you know what? <laughs> so do I. Like, this is, we should just not we should not compliment we just, anybody right we just, just always have to be cynical and, yeah. and assume the worst because <laughs> god damn what the fuck <laughs> how dare you I don't even care that you said something dumb you embarrassed Naomi Campbell in her presence like you didn't even have the nerve to be like doing your own separate interview you, and then say right? something crazy. she's sitting right there oh my god Naomi she's looking like this is going to be on the internet yeah <laughs> This is oh god! This is going to be a fucking headline. Oh my god! Which uh, ever one of her homegirls or cousins told right. her not to date that nigga to send her an immediate text. She's been waiting for it. <laughs> that friend has been like, I told you about his dumb ass. I told you. I told you when he argued me about the Earth being flat, you needed to oh leave god. that little nigga. Alone. He probably does do some dumb shit like that. I don't know. I just this is. I can't believe you disrespected our legend like that. Wow. You just embarrassed her like that in front of people. It's just wrong. All right. Well, that's it for a Wrinkly Top um, so this week. So much. My God. We're going to take a break and come back. Okay. We are back and it's time for our listener letters. Yes. Send your questions to askthereed at gmail.com. Shout out to everybody who has <laughs> sent us in thanks for, you know, Helping them realize that they shouldn't be tolerating dumb shit from a nigga, which, amen. I mean, when you get to that point in your life, it is such a blessing. It's freeing when you realize, like, I'm actually too good to deal with this. And so as soon as it pops up, I'm just out of here. It's I'm just, just gone. Pew, pew, pew. It's just everything is up from there. Um, So we got a an email from Whitney who had advice for Harley, the lady who... um. Her man doesn't ever want to spend the night, and it's been like a year, and he just won't spend the night. With I got her some ever. good theories behind that. Yeah, so she said if he's, ne- she should consider whether he's ever fallen asleep in front of her. If he never has, he may have some kind of sleep condition that he's embarrassed about, like maybe he wets the bed mm-hmm. or has sleep apnea or has to wear headgear or something like that, and he's embarrassed. But if he has fallen asleep in front of her before, then yeah, he's probably living with another woman. Good luck. <laughs> That's all. And I thought, you know what? That's, That's right. true. I've mm-hmm. never paid attention. That's a good question. Like, observe that nigga. Does he fall asleep in front of you? Yeah, have you ever seen him sleeping in front of you? The answer's you know what? I'm not gonna put that. Yeah, I'm not gonna put that into your relationship. You've been given the tools. Right. Do it from what you. It's know. up to you now what you're going to do. Also, shout out to everybody for letting us know that Des Plains is pronounced Des Plains. Yeah, even thank though you Day for that. Is is Day One. Right. <laughs> it's like, we don't know why I don't these know. cities. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
apparently people in Illinois do not know the answer to that either. They're like, it just is the way that it that is. That makes so, me feel better. Our first letter this week comes from a dick-deprived woman. That's how she um, described herself. (laughs) She said, I'm a 26-year-old pansexual cis woman currently in a relationship with a hetero cis man. We've known each other for two years and have been together about nine months. In that time, I've noticed that we don't really have sex very often. Like, weeks go by without anything. And surprisingly, it's not me, it's him. I've never been in a relationship where sex wasn't always on the table. It's weird because I feel like I'm always trying to get some dick because of how rarely I do. (laughs) And when we do have sex, it's straight to the pounding with no real intimacy. In my most previous relationship, I was with a woman and the sex was amazing, of course. (laughs) I was able to explore my sexuality and learn my body. I I can clearly tell that he hasn't had that opportunity. <laughs> but it also seems like he doesn't want to. Whenever I bring up the use of sex of sexual aids, he immediately says that shit is weird. He's even gone as far to say that he can't be seduced, and he's right. I have tried. <laughs> All other aspects of our relationship are damn near perfect. We talk for hours. We discuss all problems immediately and genuinely enjoy each other's company. I want to bring this up to him, but I don't know how to approach the situation without blatantly saying, give me some more dick or I'm out. Please help. Any advice is much appreciated. Love the show. Thanks. A dick deprived woman. Um, hmm. well, I guess this is about how to have that conversation if you want to have it because you need to be sexually satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's important. Or you're just going to go fuck somebody else probably right. at some point. So, right. I mean, whatever his reasons are for, I guess, holding his dick to himself. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> what those are, they're kind of irrelevant. But I guess you would find the least awkward, um, like aggressive way of yeah. saying, can we bone a little bit more often, please? Because, <laughs> you know, my loins. Right. Like, I can, I, they are looking for some attention and you're not. I feel like if you say to him, listen, sexually, I'm not satisfied that he has to be willing to have a conversation with you about why that is and what y'all can do to mm. resolve it. Like there, there can't be one person on one end of the spectrum of like sexual desire or whatever. And one person on the total opposite and y'all just don't talk about it. And somehow the situation gets resolved. <laughs> it it it's never, that doesn't work. Right. And if he's not willing to have a conversation with you about why you're not satisfied, then that's when I get into the breakup with him. Because 1, what are we doing with niggas who are not even willing to listen to problems what? in the relationship? What are we doing? <laughs> what? Why? So, what world are you even living in that you really got to fuss with your nigga about giving you more dick? Like, I, I'm sure there is, are several is, niggas who wish rare. their girl was like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting <laughs> fucked enough. Like, please, please, please. Yeah, this is on the rare side, but it's not even really about the dick. It's about the fact that he's not willing to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, y- y'all are just, like, it's just a problem and it just, oh, well, he is. Like, you've suggested, you know, doing different stuff in the bedroom or whatever and he's just closed off automatically to the whole idea then it's like i'm not gonna beg you to try to work through an issue that we have as a couple if you're not willing to talk about it and i can't convince you to talk to me or talk to a therapist or i don't know if niggas jump into therapy after being together for nine months i would probably just be (laughs) like look Either we talk about it and work it out, or we don't. But right. I'm, I'm, I can't do this on my own. I can't try to convince you. And that's just, I, I feel like that's something that really kind of grounds 
relationships in every area. Like, that's just kind of, it's one of those things that, like you, like we say, like the answer or response to this would kind of let you know how a million other things would Mm -hmm. uh, turn out. So, yeah, like if you can't even have a conversation or meet me halfway with something that's supposed to be as fun as sex, then I just don't. I am just going to go find somebody else. Right. And so it's all it's already rare. And then when you do have it, it's not good. Oh, uh, uh. like what are you? Eating? Everything is wrong. <laughs> Throw the whole nigga away. <laughs> just. Throw the whole nigga away. Just get you a new one. You can't do nothing with this one. <laughs> what? What is his problem? <clears throat> He's like not willing to listen to anything. No, girl. That's that would frustrate me. Right. More That's too much. Than like not getting sex as much as I want to. Like <sighs> not being able to communicate with somebody like on that level in right. your life is just mind. It's numbing. I can't. Right. And I just don't. If the nigga is not, if you can say, wow, the dick you give me is not good and he don't feel motivated to please you sexually, then girl. I might think that nigga's an alien. Like, <laughs> just like, got to go. Like, or just missing the part I, of I, the brain that feels I mean, any kind of like. Have I just, have I dated too many women? Because this would never, this would literally never happen. I've never heard of it. <laughs> this would never, never. This is not a conversation. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Y'all niggas have like surveys <sighs> after. <laughs> it's like, just good. I mean, but even if it wasn't good, there is not a stud in the world that I could be like, you need to switch it up or do such and such differently. And they wouldn't just automatically do it. Like, I'm ready right now. You want to do I'm like, just, <laughs> can I, can I do it? You want I'm me to show test you what it I'm out? Made right. <laughs> like, if you don't even want to sexually please the person you're with why are you <laughs> like what what God. are you doing together <laughs> the fuck maybe you need to go back to girls uh, okay i don't mm, this isn't really motivating me to like <laughs> i mean <laughs> venture out odds are the next nigga that you really like may you that won't be his issue it'll be something else <laughs> but, like, right it'll be something else wrong with that nigga. it'll be something else but maybe at least there you'll be great Oh, okay. Our next question comes from Patience, who says, um, I'm going through a situation right now, hoping you guys can help. I had to break up with my boyfriend in two years because I'm trying to get my life together and he is holding me back. I know that's right. About a month ago, I was made homeless and jobless, which was a huge stress on me, of course. And my boyfriend was nothing but disrespectful and ignorant he kept messaging me every five minutes asking when i can come through and have sex with him and smoke without acknowledging any of the stress on my head at all and when i said (laughs) i needed to take time to figure out what i was going to do about my life he called me neglectful neglectful (laughs) he called me neglectful and inconsiderate of his sexual needs she was made homeless and jobless And this nigga was like, what about sorry, my dick, though? I'm so sorry. It's just like, I'm not even shocked. Needless to say, I didn't even feel compelled to seek y'all advice on that matter. And I dumped him. Good. Smart girl. I mean, how could you not? This came 
as well after things got kind of physically abusive between us at a friend's party a couple nights oh, before no. he was pushing me around and I woke up with bruises all over my arms because oh, I was being quote unquote inconsiderate of his feelings so we split up but now here's the problem he is not stopped texting calling and in some cases even showing up to my friend's house oh, where I'm staying temporarily he is convinced that the only reason I let him go is because of my stressful scenario which he says he now gets oh now you're acknowledging Good. Wow. I am blessed to have found a really well-paying job and an amazing apartment to share with friends, but I'm scared that he will show up at my door and not leave. I don't want to tell him where I work or live for this reason. He will not take no for an answer. He messages me every day about when we're going to get back together. And truthfully, I do not want to. Life is going great since he's been out of it. I feel like a weight has been lifted. (laughs) I feel partially guilty for being so positive about our breakup, but I can't deny the feeling is so right. Why would you... (laughs) Because women are conditioned to believe that if a man cares about you, you need to bend over backwards and care to care about him back. Whole spine. Girl. How can I make this guy see that I'm serious about this breakup and I genuinely wish to never hear from him again? Please help. Lots of love. Patience. I think, you know, I would say to him, like, niggas. I've already explained to you, and I hate going this route, but I'm gonna. I've already explained to you that I have no intention on being with you or having any contact with you or anything Mm -hmm. like that again. And I feel like I've explained that to the best of my ability. So who would probably explain it next would be some form of a government official (laughs) with documents (laughs) that say if you come anywhere around me, you go into jail. So like if you if like if that is what you want to do, I'm more than willing to do it. I don't want to do that. You know, I'm not like. I hope Honestly, you don't push me into doing that. It's not even because I don't want you to get you in trouble. I just like, it takes time out of my day. Right, it's stressful. I don't want to have to go talk to police. I mean, I don't, don't want to have to go talk to wanna the police. want to go talk to cops. You're really going to do that to me? Like, look at the position. Like, <laughs> You're putting me in an awkward you're position. You're being right very <laughs> selfish and neglectful right. of my life needs. <laughs> so I actually need you to fuck off. Oh, <laughs> like it's actually not funny because this is this is this this is what scares the fuck out of women. Like it's normal behavior, f- right? First of all, this is so common. It's just it's everywhere, but it's scary as fuck. It and is. I don't think niggas really like you showing up at my house after I've tried to break up with you, talking about how bad you want me back is fucking scary. Like because oh, I, I don't know see... what measures you will go to to try to get me back. So it's just like. I don't. I and don't. Every day there's a story like this that ends in tragedy. Right. Like, and, don't play with me. Right. And getting a restraining order and all that does not stop a man who is at all dead set on communicating with you. So, what I would say is if you have not yet clearly told him we are never, ever, ever going to be together again, then say it just like that. Don't worry about being too harsh or hurting his feelings because he needs to hear it. Right. And maybe. You know, being that direct will click something in him. That's worked for me before with exes having right. to say that. And then they're like, oh, okay, she, no, I really did lose her. All right. And I've I said should before, go move on. <laughs> anytime niggas see like a little twinkle of if a light. If they think there is 1% of a chance for some hope, going. they are not going to let Nowhere. go, girl. <laughs> so Nowhere. Tell him in no uncertain terms, we are not. I do not. I will not ever be with you again because I cannot ever in my life trust you. Black and white. Period. Clear as day. There is nothing you can say or do to change my mind about that. And then if he continues to harass you, then 
I mean, honestly, you probably already know all this because this is the stuff my mama has been telling me since I was like 12, 13 years old. But start telling your friends, hey, this nigga has been showing up and contacting me and being real crazy. You know, tell your family, file a police report if you have to get a restraining order if you have to. Like, don't just blow it off. Yeah, don't don't. I will say like it's obviously not on you but men need to realize that this is not fun and games or cute at all and not acceptable to do at all if a woman leaves you and you see her being happier now like, just let her go be happy let her go she has said in this email like i feel great like a whole new girl. I got a job. I'm moving in with some people. I'm good. Like, but I feel bad for being so happy about not having this nigga in my life. What anymore. kind girl, is this horrible ass nigga? Girl, this awful nigga. You were homeless and jobless. And, and he was jobless. Like, and was suck like, my dick. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get over here and stop being selfish with your homeless, oh, no. non-having no, a job ass. He does not deserve what? to have that kind of control over your feelings. Oh, but now he gets your situation. <laughs> oh, See now, now I get it. Now that you've left me, I understand that I wasn't being supportive when I was more worried about my dick being wet than you not having Piss a job. Off. No, 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 no. I agree with everything. This you man said. is not worth being with, and all, all the people in your circle that this nigga is crazy, and you don't know what the fuck his problem is, right? And yes, if it comes and avoid to it. being alone with him. Like I've had to call friends to come over if. If he like needs to come get something out of, I don't know, you have something of his or whatever, just don't be by yourself around him because he's being, this behavior, not okay and not cute. No matter how common it is, that is not cute. He is, I mean, it sounds like stalking to me. So, no. I wish y'all would do better, but it's just... Oh, my God, man, it's such... <laughs> like, like, I don't even know. I don't know how you could even think... It's, leave us alone. Again, how common this type of behavior is, is what really frustrates me, because whether or not a guy would actually, like, harm the girl that he's mm-hmm. stalking, to be in that position is terrifying. Lord. And I don't, like you said, I don't think the niggas really process that. (laughs) I just know I have several homegirls that I've had throughout life who have been in this position and it is scary. Like, leave the girl alone. Especially if you know your ass was trash. (laughs) It's like they cannot accept that they did wrong and there are actually consequences to their actions. Are you really thought you could be a dickhead and this girl would never leave you? (laughs) Oh God. (sighs) Okay. You know what? Oh, no, let's do this last email. It's from a, a biracial girl. I know y'all feel like I discriminated against y'all. So <laughs> this is from Kiki. <laughs> oh, Kiki says, I live with my father while attending college because it's cheaper than living in the dorms. True. I know where this is going. Me and my mom had a falling out when she kicked me out at 18, so we don't really speak at the moment. No, you don't know where this is going. No, I don't. <laughs> I am biracial. <laughs> My dad is from Trinidad and came to the U.S. on a soccer scholarship at 18 and met my white mom while they were at college. Yeah, mine was wrong. They ended up getting married, and I think my dad tried his best to assimilate to white culture when he came to this country. Which is odd to me because the rest of his family is very much black. But anyway, lately he's been talking to me about how I need to embrace my white side and accept that I am biracial and that I need to start identifying as such. 
Granted, I was raised around white people until eighth grade when I switched to public school and was finally exposed to blacks. Hallelujah. At this <laughs> time, I was getting to an age where I was working and was more exposed to white shenanigans than I was as a child. <laughs> and my eyes were opened to the racism in my life and the lives of other black people. I realized that I was seen as a black person and was treated as such, especially when I put down the flat iron and let my natural fro breathe. I started hanging out with mostly black people in high school because I really just could not deal with white girls anymore. Same. <laughs> I realized how racism impacted me, my community, and my family, and I am very vocal about my feelings at all times. My dad has now noticed that I am constantly shit-talking white people's <laughs> shit <laughs> and mostly prefer black people in all aspects of life, but he keeps bringing it up to me and my sisters and even tried to set me up with one of his friends, Vineyard, Vineyard Vines looking ass son. I don't oh, know what Vineyard girl. Vines is. Is Vineyard Vines like a white neighborhood or something? I actually don't know what it is. I just assume that it's like one of those like like Jack and Jill or something. No, I thought that it was like one of those vineyards that people like white um, people be going to and I mean perhaps <laughs> wine tasting and stuff. Or maybe it's just a white neighborhood. I don't know. I really don't know what to do. How do I politely tell my father that I am not with the white shit and <laughs> possibly get him to understand that we are both black? Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Kiki. <laughs> Kiki, you know, you did a lot of dragging of your white you side in the scene. Did <laughs> my like, God, you went in I on your people. Like, <laughs> you went in on your people. Um, I feel like you know, I understand your father's perspective of um, you know, your mom was white, so you should have like at least an appreciation for the fact that you because I mean you're half white you're always going to be half white you are white. half white but it's not there's no way you don't know that about yourself right you know what I'm saying so I feel like the pressing of like all of this like hey get to know your white side like I'm, <laughs> I do know it but you know I don't know what he expects you to do like dive into whatever white culture is right. and like be he wants you to act like a little white girl like he's almost offended that you act black he has his own like he has issues issues with race and and colorism definitely right. and I think that he in saying what he's saying to you is just trying <laughs> he knows just as well as you do what white privilege is and I think he wants you to have that privilege you right. know in an effort like almost like you you mixed why won't you take advantage of it right exactly exactly <laughs> whereas you being biracial know that most white people will still look at you mm -hmm. as a black person right um, so <laughs> you wouldn't be able to just walk around and, you know, live the white privilege right. lifestyle because you can't. So, right. It's and not like, it doesn't sound like you pass. Also, white people ain't shit. Like, white, <laughs> white people have a lot of stuff. That they have to acknowledge and fix <laughs> in order for everyone, you know, to be better off in this country and the rest of the fucking world. And so you, as a person who's Bless living it. the black experience just in your skin, you're not going around being like black power because I love it. You know, like you're a black person. Right. That is the way that the, the world. These are your experiences. Exactly. Right. These are your experiences, just like mine, just like yours, right. just like everybody else's. So you're really just living your life. It, it almost feels like you feel like your dad is saying like you choosing black over white right. or whatever whereas you're actually just living the life that you were going you are anyway. right you are living the life that america said you was gonna live <laughs> <laughs> 
think you're reacting to the racism that is in our society. Like, there's nothing wrong with being like, oh, well, I'm red as black anyway. So obviously I care. And I'm half black. So I give a shit about, like, black people and the things we go through. This is very much your father's issue with race. Uh, Like, way more so than it has anything Mm -hmm. to do with you. And so I don't. He probably has internalized, been internalizing this message for years and years and years. And I don't know that you're ever going to be able to get him right. to, to, to feel like he doesn't have to act like that in order to be acceptable or okay. Maybe you just need to, in the most respectful way, say to him, like, I'm happy. I'm good with the friends and the life that I'm living. And you don't need to feel like you have to try and encourage me to go off and live any other kind of thing. I'm great with the friends I've got. I'm great with the people I date. Mm-hmm. I'm great with this, that, and the third. I'm happy. And I know right. that I am half white. Like, right. I've known it for. And a if very you and your time. mama fell out because she was racist, then there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> she didn't say that. No, she didn't. But, but I mean, like, that probably would her help. Daddy's, that would explain how her you daddy sound like the type foot. who would have a baby with a, with a racist woman. I mean, I woman. wouldn't be shocked. I would not be I shocked. I wouldn't be shocked either, but we're talking about your mama now. Uh, and I'm not right, trying to get yeah, into no, that territory. But she said that she fell out with her mama. So I'm not going to give her too much, but. That you yeah. live in your life, and right? Your daddy should just allow you to do that, race or otherwise. But I don't really. I think that, and I would not be surprised. I'm sorry to say that him, you know, having a child with a white woman, he just expected that his child would have yeah. the easier white life. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that he acknowledges the fact that white people don't look at you as a white person and never will. So everything right. he's saying is kind of pointless. You can't just be like, oh, well, I'm half white, so look at me as white. It doesn't... That's why it's racism. Because <laughs> as long as you're half black, then you're never going to be deserving of something that a white girl would be. Like, you're never going to be able to pass in those same spaces and, and I mean, be treated some as white. Can. I mean, right, some can, especially if they get that hair together. Mm-hmm. But their roots never come out. You can pass for all type of stuff or just be exotic, which right. also will let you in under certain circumstances within certain crowds it's always going to be easier than being the dark skinned girl yeah which is why we we just keep trying to get y'all to understand and y'all like, get so upset at right this. it's like, like we're still right about like, that I see you too girl but like hey us. like yeah you you but then like I have a different uh, experience than you do and people darker than me have a different experience than I do like it <laughs> It's it just, keeps it's really the black of the worst. Like, that's, <laughs> and that's pretty universal. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty the universal. The black of the worst. Well, that's kind of it. Huh, yeah, I would I would I guess try to distance that emotionally, just try to get him to understand, like, look, those are your issues. I don't have any issue with my blackness. I accept and love it. And I hope that one day you learn to accept and love yours as well. <laughs> you paraphrasing because if her daddy is Trini, you already know you ain't using that language. Like, but oh uh, well, see, he is. But also, she said he's tried to assimilate into white culture. So maybe I'm not he surprised. Even... There's plenty of Caribbean men who, I mean, mm, you see how the know. bleaching craze is going. Oh uh, well, you know what? And on that note, yep. send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Let's take a break. All right, so we're back, and it is time for the read. It is. So this is going to be really quick, I think, for me. 
Maybe. Who knows? I always say that and it's never. And good. then it's 20 minutes. <laughs> um, so I wanna further discuss my Beyonce ticket purchasing uh experience. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, um, first of all, I did not get up at 9 a.m. Eastern with the rest of you girls because <laughs> I don't do that. Um, oh. I, like, no, my, everybody knows my sleeping habits are actual ass. I think that maybe I need to get whatever that insomnia medicine is. I don't know what it is. My brain just goes off. Maybe you take some melatonin from that care of. All right, maybe. <laughs> Help your ass go to sleep. I fell them three white girls that just went to jail. Um... You know what? I I got on when I got up. And I said, you know what? My sleep is trash. I knew that I wasn't going to get up on time. And there are, you know, fans who were more diligent and took it way more seriously. True. And I said, you know what? It's me. When I get up, I'm going to get what I can get. So I got up, took my ass on title for the pre-sale. Went over to the right side of the page or whatever. And now here's the thing. They're like all of these different packages. And oh yeah, I was kind of confused as to what the different things are. Now, when I go to see Beyonce, it is always my goal to be as close to Beyonce as I can. Okay. Like many people who, I guess, True. go to a Beyonce concert. True. So I already knew that I was trying to get down on the floor somewhere but still have a seat. I saw a general admission standing. Oh, none of that. No. No thanks. None of that for me. <laughs> No, girl, do over. <laughs> I will. I will not be doing that. Um, no. But I went ahead and clicked on the little the the thing that I had. Now, not as close as I would have liked to be. Okay. You know, but it was great and reasonable, and I got the uh, the runway package or whatever. Oh, okay. So you did get a package. So next to the you know that strip or whatever, which is kind of like what my experience was with formation because I was sitting like yeah, right there. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, all right. Now here, here's where things got a little tricky. <laughs> I clicked on the thing. You know, it basically just tells you the section and the row first. So you, and it has the map right there so you kind of get an idea of where you're at. So I clicked on, you know, the best possible section row I could get at the time. Mm-hmm. And I saw the runway experience thing, but as soon as I clicked it, I saw this thing that said <laughs> VIP riser experience. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, what is this riser thing? Is this the new pit? Where is the riser? How does this work? It doesn't sound stable. I don't know. Like, what is, what's going on with that? Right. So I clicked back to go and like, go to the more info thing to see what the differences were in the two packages. But as soon as I clicked back, I realized that the package I was about to, like, initially about to, to order or whatever was a couple hundred dollars more. So I figured, well, that must be better. So, <laughs> I'll just stick with that. So oh, no. <laughs> I click on it again to go and and finish my transaction. And a message pops up that says, another fan beat you to these no. tickets. Seconds. Se- I was it seconds. It was like click back. Oh, never mind. Back. Damn. Gone. And like that's all it takes. Seconds. I swallowed the fumes. <laughs> like <laughs> arising from me. And I said, you know what? This is your fault. Oh, it happened. This is your fault. It does happen. You had to be curious and be thinking and doing all of these internal questions. You can just buy the damn tickets the way they were. This is your fault. Now someone deserving will be taking where you could have been sitting. So now I'm in double digits. I'm pissed. Oh. Um, mm. But I go ahead. I said, you know what? I will be there. Um, and I'm blessed to be able to be 
you know, in this little whatever experience right. package thing is. Expensive. Looking at all my blessings and I'm counting them one by one. <laughs> so I finished my whole thing, paid for it. And then I went back to Tidal because I was like, now I will actually read what all of the differences are in this. I look up the riser. The riser is, all I could tell you is it's actually a riser. I don't even know where it's supposed to be. But it says it has, like, unobstructed views of the stage and all of the seats. Mm. And then, like, you know, all of the little frou-frou stuff that you get with it. Like a pad, laminate, and all that fun shit I love. Um. And the runway experience is basically, I think that you get like a tour of the backstage and you get to talk to the crew and all that stuff that I'm sure happens at like three o'clock in the afternoon and the show starts right. at like. So you're going to be up there all damn day. All day. Because they're not about to be distracted an hour before showtime. <laughs> I believe that we get free drinks. So I'll be taking advantage of that. Oh, okay. But like, other than I'm not coming to get a That's tour. That's better of. than what we got for formation. We sure did not have no bar. <laughs> Which is probably for the best. But true. True. So I go back, I'm reading all the information. I'm mm-hmm. happy with what I purchased, whatever. Like the package I got seemed like it'll be fun. Great. So when I close that box or whatever, I look at the side or whatever the tickets are and stuff like that. And the the section and row that I was initially trying to purchase was still there. But when I clicked on it before, when I tried to go back, it was still there, obviously, but it just said somebody beat you to mm. it. Something told me don't click on this again. Oh, my God. No I way. I was just curious. No way. Something told me not to do it, though, and I didn't listen. I clicked on it again, and it was right there, booted up, ready for purchase. No way. Which means... That one of you raggedy bitches faked like you were about to get the seat that I fucking wanted and then backed out at the last minute. I'm not finna go and buy them damn tickets, too. I spent enough on the tickets I got. But now I got to be three rows back. From where I was, now I get to look three rows ahead of me and see the seats that were supposed to be mine. You could have bought it and sold the other one. Absolutely. I wasn't going to do all of that. Oh, well. I'm not. I said, you know what? At the end of the day, this is a collaborative concert anyway. It's <laughs> true. And <laughs> I will be there. And the thing about it is, like, it's right on that runway thing. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be right there. Yeah. She's going to go back and forth and forth and back. <laughs> and the screens are always big and bright. Right. Last damn concert formation was a large cube that was oh my a God. screen on each side. It was like. Bitch, you're definitely seeing this show. I'm going to have a blast. So I was just said, fine. But I just want to address whichever one of you ashy motherfuckers went on there and snatched them tickets up from underneath me, you bitch, and then did not even purchase them. And you want to know something? I know. (laughs) I know it's one of you wealthy white bastards and I'm gonna tell you why because it's always you bitches down there I have been on the floor at enough of these concerts now to know like the you know the ratio of what is going on and stuff and on the floor let me tell you want to really steam girls (laughs) like you want to really steam for all of you actual fans who are like here are your $400 for me to sit wherever I'm about to sit Beyonce because I just want to come the girls who are actually a good portion of the girls who are down on the floor or whatever and right in the front are just rich white bitches who got tickets because their mama or daddy or boyfriend or wife or whoever got money got them tickets (laughs) 
to go and sit in the seat, the like really yeah. good seats. Because first of all, to you're be talking at about the Beyonce show. because it's the place to be. Right. That's it. Not because you stand like for Beyonce the way that I do mm-hmm. or many other people in this fucking stadium do, right. but because you have the money to snatch them tickets up immediately mm. and you know that you want to go to the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert because that is the concert for everybody to go to. True. You know it. So I'm more than certain that one of you little knuckle dragon bitches <laughs> asked mommy or daddy oh, to enter their credit card information and they gave you a hearty fuck you thought. And you backed out for the tickets that could have been mine. I want you to know fuck you. In fact, if you bought a ticket <laughs> Or if you queued yourself up to buy a runway experience ticket at the Jersey Stadium. Look at you. No, not you about to try to find And then backed out. Fuck you. I don't need you could be the wrong one, but you might be the right one. And so fuck you, bitch. That is my read. And I'm done. That wasn't 20 minutes. No, it wasn't. But I understand being that angry. How? I just bought a ticket three rows back and now it's. Like, it's one thing for it to be gone, but if you're going to take it, at least buy it. Like, buy it. An actual Beyonce fan would have... It shows you the price. It shows you right there. It says section blank, row blank, number, comma, 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 zero, 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 ten more zeros each plus fees. It says that before you click on anything. It does. So I know a real Beyonce fan would have never clicked on that unless they knew that they had the ducats to do it. (laughs) Nobody really, nobody who really wants to see Beyonce is playing those kinds of games on pre-sale day. Furthermore, I already told you that I didn't get up at the crack of damn dawn. So that further proves to me that it was just some (laughs) like casually wealthy white bitch. Who played a game. I want you to know, fuck you from the bottom of my feet oh my to God. the crown of my goddamn skull. <laughs> fuck you for life. What a Over three man. rows. That's rude. You're going to be Very looking first in that general problem. direction when you show up. I have no choice. It? It's in front of me. Like, what are you... <laughs> and I know it won't be them. Whoever is sitting there yeah, is someone who actually yeah. bought the damn tickets. Yeah, so I can't even cuss you out. <laughs> damn. Oh, well, this week, um, there are two brands that have fucked up in a way that is just incomprehensible to me. That's it. That, like, it's 2018 and you're actually doing something this egregious. So, first of all, Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. Where girl, do I start? Girl. Girl. Sis. What's happening over there at Snapchat? I haven't even opened it in weeks. <laughs> So the the children told me a few weeks ago that Snapchat did an update that they made did. them say fuck y'all forever. For life. They have tanked the rating. I think it's at like a 1.7 star now Good. or something in the app store. Good. They're pissed behind the update. One of the reasons that they are so annoyed about the update is because it totally changes the way you can view stories. You used to be able to just click on the screen and watch your friends' stories and now it's just a bunch of... I don't know what I, the fuck right. it does anymore. I, I, it's what? just Kardashians. <laughs> it's just Kardashians on that page all the time. But um, it also puts ads in between. If you can figure how to watch stories then you're gonna see these big ads as full screen ads in between mm-hmm. each story which is not totally new but it's just more aggressive and annoying now so snapchat who is continuing in the bad decision making approved an ad which is for a game called would you rather oh god already sounds bad 
The advertisement has a picture of Rihanna and a picture of Chris Brown. Oh, no, it doesn't. The top says, would you rather? The Rihanna picture says, slap Rihanna. The Chris Brown picture says, punch Chris Brown. It's literally this. Would you rather slap Rihanna, punch Chris Brown? That is a real advertisement that was approved on Snapchat and made live on the app. I'm sorry, you can't for see my mouth again. Millions of users. <laughs> like, what? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Who the fuck approved that? Completely inexcusable. This uh shout out to Brittany Packnett, who this is where I, she's the person I saw first tweeting about this situation. And I was look just looking at it like <laughs> wait a minute. So we are in the year two. 2018 during International Women's Month. <laughs> it, fuck the month. That don't even. We're really making fun of a domestic violence situation that I'm, a young woman could have very easily died I'm lost. from at the hands of a young man who who has shown, who has shown himself to be a serial abuser. Like you have done this more than once, and this is not cute or funny at all. Who the fuck thought? You know what? Yes, if there's. I don't know if they have some sort of automated system going through all their ads. I probably, but if that's the case, y'all got to change your, the way you do things because I refuse to believe human eyes looked at this I, I, and approved it. I feel you. But can you not read the text? Slap Rihanna. Something that says, would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown is really on your app. Like, I, as an advertisement going out to a bunch of fucking children. Because, again, if you're older right. than, like, 31, you probably need to Google how to use Snapchat any fucking way. Right. So it's going out to a bunch of 20-somethings and teenagers and shit. And you really think this is, like, how? how Maybe how I thought Snapchat? nobody would see it since it's trash now. I don't know if Snapchat was just like, how much worse can we make it? But I'm going to say this. I'm sure y'all already know it. But... If not for the fact that your filters are light years beyond anything Instagram can do, nobody right. would be on y'all's fucking app. Very true. Not a goddamn soul. You're the only app that makes my Bitmoji dance, but other than that, <laughs> I just save it. You have really fucking fun filters. And that's it. I'll just, I, I don't honestly know how to save them and no use more. them elsewhere. Right. Like, exactly. The one that you can get a mustache and a goatee with, I've been going crazy with that I filter. Bet you I have. love it. <laughs> People have told me I look like uh, Charmaine, which is rude. That is crazy. <laughs> I do not look like Leonard. <laughs> that is not fair. But anyway, back to Snapchat. I just don't. Of course, they have removed the ad and they have apologized for, you know, this. Yeah. But there is just no excuse. There is just no excuse for a social media app as popular as Snapchat to have done something this fucking insane. It just, so no, stupid. it defies all logic, but even dumber than that, United Airlines. What the hell did you know how to do? This might actually hurt your heart. Oh God. So a flight attendant at United Airlines forced a family to put their dog who was in a crate in an overhead bin. The mother was having trouble fitting the dog in the crate under the seat in front of her. So the flight attendant made them stow the dog in the overhead bin. What? The dog barked for two hours and then went silent. They weren't allowed to get up because there was a lot of no. turbulence. No. When the flight was over. No. They found Coquito dead in his crate. 
in the overhead compartment because the flight attendant insisted that the dog be shoved up there. Now, I'm whooping that motherfucker's ass. I can't understand how United is even still in business. The pilot. I don't get it. I'm fighting who's ever at the gate when I, I get off. I do not get it. I do not get it. I'm ripping logos off the wall like I'm going to own United. It's very easy to say coulda, shoulda, woulda in this situation. Like, you know, y'all shouldn't have even, you know, stayed on the flight if they did that and y'all should have cussed this at people out of blah, blah. you know hindsight is always 2020 20. mm-hmm. and to think that the dog was up there like slowly losing oxygen i can't even and like begging to be let out and you were just not permitted like because you can't argue with flight attendants and shit like that nobody wants to end up on the no-fly list nobody wants the marshals to come nobody wants to rock the boat with people like that so i understand feeling like if the flight attendant said you had to maybe feeling pressured into having to but that, absolutely I guess you that. lost the life of your pet during this flight united is the same airline remember they, yes, had, I they yanked that man out yes, of his seat and dragged him off the plane and had to settle for an undisclosed amount. Y'all ain't tired of giving people money? Y'all not tired of giving out money, United? What the fuck is this? An 11-year-old girl had to see her dead pet when her family was, like, coming home from vacation. I don't even know, like, where they were going, what they were doing. But the flight, I can't understand a... Help me understand a flight attendant, somebody whose job it is to to help make sure flights go smoothly. Like you have to know that the overhead bin is a space with not a lot of oxygen. Like you you have to know that pets have to be stowed in that area of the seat in front of you. Like you have to know that. You have to know that living beings are not to be stowed up in. She Thank has you. to know that. Thank you. I cannot. Th- what the fuck was going through this flight attendant's head that you were just like, no, fuck it, it's up there. And to hear a dog My parking for two hours, I feel, I just, I can't, I can't imagine me sitting through this. I feel like I would have it wouldn't have been my dog and I would have got right. up. Right. I feel like I would have got up like, I cannot listen to this dog bark like, like this is fucked. I can't, this is, but it's not even, Oof. I just write, the, the story is so fucked up that it's hard to wrap your mind around <sighs> an airline employee doing some shit like that and now having the death of this pet on your hands. It's I just, am wrecking. United, like, I can't imagine. They put out a statement that said, oh my God, a fellow passenger took a picture of the dog and posted it. I can't fathom. I I would own United. Anyway, United Statement says this was a tragic accident that should never have occurred as pets should never be placed in the overhead bin. Wow. I feel like you don't have to be a flight attendant to know that. I just. But goddamn, we assume full responsibility for this tragedy and express our deepest condolences. You know, you can say that they wasn't this damn um, assuming full responsibility for the tragedy when they dragged that Asian man off that plane. But you can't fuck with dogs because white people are going to mount the fuck up. That's true. (laughs) Like Jimmy Kimmel. That's right. (laughs) They don't fuck around about animals. Oh, my God. Side note, I was watching My Big Fat Fabulous Life, which I don't know why I love that show the way I do. But anyway, them white people love animals. 
Oh, yeah. And they had a pig. The pig got too big and crazy. So it went to go live on a farm. It caught a random bacteria and died very suddenly. So it's sad, right? Mm -hmm. When I tell you at least 20 minutes of this program was dedicated to these white people weeping into each other's arms (laughs) about the death of this pig, which is still fine because I understand attachment to animals. Mm -hmm. But not once in like six seasons of this show have I seen them mention Black Lives Matter or shed a tear over an unarmed black person being killed by police. Like not once so to see this massive display of emotion over a pig like not saying it's not sad but like y'all really do give more of a fuck about animals than you exactly. do about like fellow human beings it's crazy anyway that is just I mean, we're animals to them too just the, the worst point kind. the point though this dog it must have been so scared and like suffocating and it just sounds like such I couldn't have been on that phone. Anxiety, like, anxiety. <laughs> what the fuck, United, man? <laughs> I'm actually at a loss for words. I just, I don't even know what to say. Y'all murdered somebody's pet. I'm just thinking of what I, what would go through my mind if they tried to tell me to put Link up and up. First of all, I'm not going to do it. Like, I, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not going doing to it. do it. I, not. I guess I'm going to have to deboard because. <laughs> like, honestly, like, and, and someone's going to have to come and get me. Because I'm not going willingly. Like, I don't care who's got to wait. I'm who, not. What can the other flight attendants come and like outvote you on this? Because this just seems I'm not going to do either one of those things you're if talking it's not about. Fitting, so. Then, then maybe we need to go put it in a space in first class or something. I don't know where else it needs to go where there's more space. But my pet is not going in no fucking overhead bin. And you can't. But anyway. United, I don't know what the fuck y'all was... I don't know what the fuck your flight attendant was going through. I don't know how they thought this was okay. Like, she's... I, I, I can't. I'm I'm just... I'm actually just... That's disgusting. You let some... You let an animal suffer like that. Like And you, knowing it's happening. Like, I don't even understand. Right. Oof. There's, I want to fight. I don't understand how a flight attendant <laughs> would insist on something that you know is going to kill the animal. That's what makes me think, like, is this some kind of sadist? Like, is she... Like, what is your She, he, I don't know, they, I don't know who this person is, but just... Even if it were ventilated, I still wouldn't, like, I I don't understand, like, what? Why would you want to put... One of the first things that they tell you when you're taking off or getting ready to take off is, like... Oh, my God. Or maybe I think it's when you're landing is that, like, be careful, like, when you open the overhead because things might have shift around in there. So imagine turbulence on top of a lack of oxygen. And you're a small dog yeah in a crate in a month old French bulldog I'm fighting flying from Houston to New York oh Oh, no no. oh no oh hell no damn I am fighting this is just yeah I would honestly have like put my hand in front of that child and just been like I got this like not even knowing them I would just like mm, mm mm-mm I don't right. I, maybe if the flight attendant didn't know that it was a dog in the bag and just thought, oh, it doesn't fit, so you have to stow it. But like, I, I, that no, didn't happen. No, right, that didn't happen. There's no way that you had this bag and didn't know a dog was in it and was just like, fuck it. That was disgust. This is you knew there was a dog. In this the bag. is, I mean, all the other shit is is terrible. This is just inexcusable that and a a United employee 
would knowingly do something to cause the death of a pet. It's just insane. So I'm getting your money and I'm fighting. Like right, I'm getting both. Right. Things. I mean, and that and you deserve like this like, family. The fuck absolutely fucking deserves every dime they get and then some. Like if they end up bankrupt in this airline, I'm not gonna shed no tears. <laughs> it's like I really would not because I just upset. can't imagine y'all killing my pet and me doing anything but killing your company. Like <laughs> I just somebody needs to die. Or at the very damn least be fired. I will put three billboards over. I bill- can't. I cannot. Chickasaw County. Whatever that shit is called. <laughs> three billboards three outside Three back-to-back <laughs> billboards of my dog and how y'all hey, trying them. mess. So, yeah. That's it for my reads this week. United Snapchat. You hoes. There are no excuses for the, the things Trash. that you're doing. <laughs> there are no excuses. Woo! Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on social at thisistheread. Um, thank you very much, DC, for showing out last weekend. I believe Nashville's up next. Yeah, I was literally just going to click to find out. <laughs> Thereadlive.com for tickets. Boston. April oh, yeah, it's 7th. been a while. Boston on April 7th, St. Louis, May 5th, Toronto, June 2nd, Oakland on June 9th. And, of course, we will be at Essence Fest um, on July 6th. Tickets to all those shows at thereadlive.com. Kid Fury, do you have any other news this week? Um, Yes. The one-year anniversary of Getting Grown is Yay. coming up on April 13th. That is a Friday. It'll be taking place in Washington, the D.C. So make sure that you guys go to mm-hmm. gettinggrown.live. That's getting with no G at the end. Grown.live. Get your tickets. Miss Crystal West is hosting. <laughs> no, I'm not hosting. <laughs> you're not hosting? Oh, you're going to be on. I'm going to be like a part of the kitchen table talk. Oh, right, 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 right. right, right. right. Okay. I'm going to be like a little segment on the show. So, Got yes, it. I believe um, tickets are almost sold out. So, yeah, head over and get yours today. It's going to be a good time. Love Jade and Kia so much. Um, I'm very excited to be there. So Proud of you guys. Congratulations on a year, even though it feels like it. Was yesterday, right? It does. Time really flies. What the fuck? Hmm. Other than that, I think that I'm just about it for. <laughs> yep, I am just about it. I'm as just well. about it. <laughs> Do we have an acronym this week? Um. Mm. I have an acronym. That's fine. What is it? G W I O S. Oh, wait, no, that isn't. That isn't it. All right, well. <laughs> G-W-P-I-O-S. Guess whose phone is on silent? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next week. <laughs>